Okay, we are continuing here in Derech Hashem, and we are in, it's been a little bit of time, we are in Chelek Dalid, Perek Ches, and we are up to Eis Gimel, which in your version is on page Reish Nunbeis, the back of the third page in the book <coughs> right, yeah, so I think that the, when we were supposed to learn that, I think it was Arab Tishabov. I didn't give that week, but it was like interesting things that we were looking forward to. But um, okay, but it's one paragraph, and then we'll get to Rosh Hashanah, which is for sure in Yana de Yaima. Okay, now David Modes is not here, he's always a, you know, a staple at the share, but his uh, daughter got married this week and his son got engaged. Also, the same week. So, uh, the, the, the L'chaim was after the Chasana, and the next night was a Vart, and then he left early to go to Shevrach. So, and his wife said she was the week before, yeah. yeah. So, I guess it's been an emotional roller coaster. Okay, so we are up to Ice Gimel here, and we're talking about. The inyanim of the different yamim taivim, and <clears throat> the theme in this chelik and in this parak is that the Ramchal says that really um, nothing is really historical. A year is a cycle, and it just continues to cycle. So when you get back to that day of when something occurred in the past, it didn't really occur in the past. It actually happened in this present day. So you're able to tap in to whatever Kayach is of that day. And that's the whole concept of Yamim Toivim. So what's Inyan Chanukah Purim Hu? What's the Inyan of Chanukah and Purim? Let me just uh, find myself here. So when I need it, I'll have it. Um, where are we? Vaidaz Manis. Inyan Chanukah Purim, yeah. Lahoyer Ha'or Hameir Bayomim Mohem. To uh, illuminate the light that happened in those days, <clears throat> according to whatever tikkunim, whatever they accomplished at that time, so now that has been ingrained in the time, and therefore we're able now to tap into that light. And what is it? So he explains. Chanukah was the kayanim overcoming the Rishoim, the Menayavon, the wicked Greeks, that the Greeks wanted to remove Kla Yisrael from serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Kehanim prevailed, Valyodam Shavu, lost it? Yeah, just flip it over. Yeah, just flip it, don't even move it, don't even turn. Just, yeah, just the next, the next, just go like this. Oh, yeah. Here, so kind of go, here's where you were. Just go like this. Should say Yeah, just flip it. So the Rishayim and Ayavon, they wanted to remove us from Avodas Hashem and His Chazku Akehanim. The Kehanim prevailed. Vayodam Shavu LaTayra BeLaAvoda, and through them, the Mesiras Nefesh. Of the Kahanim brought Klai Yisrael back to Tyre and Avoida. The famous Ramban in Parshas Vayechi says, If not for the Chashmainoim, Nishtakha Tyre Mi Yisrael, Klai Yisrael was in such a madrega, such a, such a point, that Tyre could have been forgotten, Chasvashon from Klai Yisrael, and through them, Tyre and Avoida, so Tyre and the Avoida and the base Hamigdash came back, and, um, 
obviously, so then that's something that we could tap into um, the Mesiris Nefesh and the Chizuk. And Tayyar and Avayda is what you could tap into on Hanukkah. And especially when it comes into the Indian of the Menorah, which is the Ner Hanukkah that we light on the Menorah, having to do with the Menorah and the Beis Hamikdash, because they had a special Kitrug against the Menorah and the Beis Hamikdash. The Menorah symbolizes Torah. The Or of the Menorah symbolizes Torah. And that's what they were fighting against, the, the Yavanim. They didn't want Chachmas HaTayra, they wanted Chachmas HaTeva. And Adarabah, so that's why they had a, they, they Dafka went against the Menorah, some Midrashim say, that they told them, the, the kings told them, the generals told them, go the first thing, just get rid of the Menorah in the base of this. Once you get rid of that, we're okay. Because that's where the Kayach HaTayra came from. And the Kehanim came along and they brought it back to its place, and um, therefore these are the things that you could tap into on Hanukkah. Number one, the Mesiris Nefesh and the Chizuk in Tyrone Avoida, and also the, the concept of the Menorah, of the Chachmas Hashem, the Chachmas HaTayra, that comes through the Menorah. So that's Hanukkah. What's Purim? Upurim, Le'inyin Hatzalosim Shal Yisrael Begolus Bavel, Kla Yisrael being saved in Golus Bavel, V'chazoras Kabolas HaTayra, and not only that, you have that Klaisa went and they were Makabal the Tyra again. As we know, Kimu Vikiblu, they were Makabal the Tyra a second time, Me'avas Hanes, they were Makabal as Hatayra, Shachazru Vikiblu Aleam La'ilam. In other words, before that, that says they had a Taina, we're only Makabal it. You know, we were forced into it. There's different ways of understanding what that means. But according to many Mepharsha, it means to say, you know, uh, we're only Mechabal when things are good and things are easy. And we're in Eretz Yisrael, we can keep the Torah. But after that, you know, it's too hard for us. But now when they saw the Nisim of Purim, Meyavas Hanes, they were Mechabal the Torah Lo'olam. They again accepted it a second time in the days of Achashverosh, even though they were first time, it was Kafalem Harkegigis, and therefore again, and this is how he ends off almost every single paragraph, is saying that this is all general. But then there's all details in Hanukkah, how you light the Menorah, one to eight, and you know, and all the different Shemin Zayas, and all the different details. And in Purim, you have the Megillah, and you have the, the, the Suda, and you have the Mishlech Manus. There's a lot of details. And Pratim, the Pratim are Kefi Tikkun, Kefi Atikun, which means to say, I'm giving you a general idea of what's going on over here. The details have to do with details that happened then, and therefore that's why we keep all these things. He doesn't explain to you what each detail is, but he's just saying every time he says this, it's just a general thing, and then you should know the Prate. The details of each yantif, kifi prati hatikun, they correspond to the particulars of the tikun that was made at that time. So, in order to tap into the full power of the yom, you need all of these details. So, you shouldn't think that, okay, as long as I have the general uh, ruach of the day, I'm good. No, you got to keep the mitzvah sayyim. I don't understand why this mitzvah core has to do with it, but that's all part of the picture. So, that is over here. And now we go to Eisdalet. What is the Indian of Shoifer Brashashana? And it's interesting that he uses the word Ach. He uses the word Ach. 
Over here in this version, he translates the word ach as however. Um, and uh, it seems that there's uh, some, some Mepharshim who wonder, like, what's the however here? What is the, what, what's different about Rosh Hashanah? And maybe we'll see, maybe we won't, but it's just a Nakuda, as you say, the, you know, I think they forgot who they said, B'Shem, that there's no extra words anywhere in the whole Derech Hashem, which of all the, all of the Ramchal Sfarim, happens to be the most repetitive of words um, throughout the Sefer. He always talks about, if he says, everything's in order, and when he says it, he says it over again and again, and, and not even, our chalik is not even so bad. When you get to the other chalakim where he's really explaining things, he says mamish, like you have three lines that keep on repeating themselves, and Lamaisa, the Zepasakabal, is not an extra word here. So, we be medayik the word, ach, inyana shoifer broshashanu. And this is in Yana de Yaima. We're going to start uh, Sunday blowing Shaifer, the Rishchai de Shalol, coming to the Yaima Din. On this day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu done is Kal HaElam Kulay. And Rosh Hashanah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is done the entire world. And we know the Ran says, why on Rosh Hashanah? Because Adam Arishain, his, his judgment was on Rosh Hashanah. He was born, he was created, the world was created, Chav and then the day that the, the day that uh, on Rosh Hashanah and Aleph Tishrei is when he was created and he was Chayte and he did Tshuva, Hashem judged him and he did Tshuva and all that happened on Rosh Hashanah, says the Ran. So therefore, it's a day of Din for mankind. This was because the first judgment happened on this day. But it's good for us too because it's the day that we came out. Adam Rishon also, so he, he, uh, he successfully went through his din. It was Yatsu Bedimo, says, says the Ran, says the, says the, uh, says the, Medr- the Ram Hashem, the Medrash. In other words, he was successful. Yes, Hashem was geyser. He had to die. But he didn't die immediately. Biyoyimachai, he didn't die immediately. Another 1,000 years, 930 years, whatever it was, right? But so Lemaisa, he, he, he came out Bedimo, he came out successful. Hashem said, the same thing, the world is going to stand, your children, which is the world, are going to stand bedin on this day, and there's a school to be bedin and to be successful on Rosh Hashanah. So that's what Yom Hadin has to do with the day, especially in our context of, of the Ramchal, of the Derech Hashem, that's what we're talking about. Everything has to do with the day, right, of what happened on this day, so this is the day of judgment. So what happens? Hashem is dan is kol oilam kulay, and he has also recreates the entire Metzius of the world with a new cycle. And Rav Chaim Friedlander explains this to mean, mean as follows. He says, first of all, this thing of Don Umechadesh, he judges and he renews, are not two separate things, he says. They're Tali And what's this Sibub HaChadosh? What's the Sibub HaChadosh? So he says as follows. He says the world was created according to Chazal to, to last 6,000 years. So he says every 1,000 years is actually a 1,000 cycles of one year. Right? So it's not every 1,000 every, every years is a 1,000 cycles of one year. What does that mean to say? He says the world has to come, and this is something we've been talking about. Hashem has a plan for the world. There's a tachlis to every day, as we've said, every single day is a brand new tachlis where the mitzvahs you accomplish today are different than the mitzvahs of yesterday because every day is a step towards the world getting to that tikkun and really every day is part of a year 
And the year also has its tachlis. The Rabbi Nisham has a plan here. It's not just 6,000 years, okay, wake me up, you know, Hashem, wake me up when the year 6,000 comes and I'll start over, start the new, whatever, the new world. It's not like that. Kaddish Baruch Hu has a plan here. Every, every year has its specific tachlis in how it fits into this puzzle of the, of the world making it for 6,000 years. So what happens is, Every year is a brand new cycle in what the tafkid of the world is. So what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? HaKadosh Baruch Hu... So therefore, I'm sorry, so that's why it's called the Sibub HaKadosh. It's a new cycle. Every year is a new cycle with a different tachlis of last year. Last year, next year, this year, every year. They look the same, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a reason what's going to happen this year and where it's going to get to. So... If that's true, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu then, the beginning of the year, says, Let, let's figure out what needs to be accomplished this year, and who's going to accomplish that, and what kalim are they going to have to accomplish that. You need to give them the tools to be able to accomplish that. And even the people who had the tools last year, it's different tools this year. So we have to reevaluate. So that's the pshat, he's done as kaloylam kuloy umechadesh. Because we're being mechadesh, a new sibub, a new cycle, with a new tachlis for this year, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to dan up and say, okay, let's see. Were the people who were good last year, were successful, they did what they were supposed to do, they fulfilled my tachlis, maybe they'll be able to do it again this year, I'll give them the kalim. The people who didn't do such a good job last year, okay, they can do tshuva, this HaKadosh Baruch has to figure out. Who's going to be the ones who are going to make sure that this year's cycle is going to fulfill the tachlis that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. So really, he says an unbelievable thing. He says, really, the Iker Din on Rosh Hashanah is not on the past. It's on the future. What's happening this year? Now, the future happens to be dependent on the past. But the Iker Din that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's why we say, you know, there's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's why I say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's deciding who's going to live, and who's going to die, and who's going to have Parnassah, and all these things. So, so why is that a judgment? What's the judgment? The judgment is, in the coming year, who's going to fill the Tachlis of the world? And how are they going to fulfill it? He has to look at the past to figure out the future, but the Iker Din is on the future. So this is what he's saying. So he's mechadish kol hametzias since he's renewing the hametzias. Bevchinos asibu b'chadish. It's a new cycle with a new purpose. The high new hashana chadasha. It's a brand new year. It's a brand new year. And therefore, so so it comes out an unbelievable thing when we think about it here. So this whole idea that the Ramchal has been telling us that really every year just is another is, is the same year recycling itself and that's why when you get to the day of Pesach of Purim you're just you're living in that same day that is true but there's always a little knage because every year is a drop different of what the purpose is so would you accomplish this year Purim with what he tells you you accomplish on Hanukkah or Purim next year's Hanukkah Purim you're going to accomplish the same idea but it's not going to be exactly the same because this year's Tachlis is different Tachlis the focus of the Nakuda of whatever this year's plan of Hashem is so now let's celebrate Hanukkah so there's two things really going on over here on one on one plane so to speak you're living the exact same day the Hashem were living or that Mordechai and, and Esther were living you could tap into all the Hashem of that day but at the same time even though it's the same day it's the same day with a little bit of a different Knech because this year every year has its own uniqueness 
for, the, for what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants for the world. V'hinei, he continues and he says, Nistarim hasanedrois benerach hadin al-kol ha-yitzur kefisidres hadin al-yen. So what happens? It's the Yem Adin, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu gets the Sanhedrin, meaning to say his, his courts up in Shamayim, and venerach uh, hadin, and they have, uh, uh, and uh, there's judgment going on. He talked about this in the Chela Kasheni, um, in the in the second Chelak, and he talks about over there how Kaddish Baruch Hu created um, a system of judgments. It's not just Hakadosh Baruch Hu always paskening. There's different but they did and different levels. Just like in in this world, we have a a, a, a bezdin of three, and then you have a bezdin of thirteen, a bezdin of 20, 20, 23, Then you have a bezdin of of of, of seventy one. There's different levels of the bezdin. So too in Shemayim is the same thing. And what happens? So the accusers there, according to their sins, he says, hey, what's going on? They didn't do such a good job last year. So we have a problem. So how, what happens here? HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded us to blow the shoifer. What's the point of the shoifer? And it's not going to explain how it works till the next paragraph, which he probably won't do today. We'll do Bez Hashem next week. But he says, what's the point? The point is, We want to make sure HaKadosh Baruch is going to judge us with Rachamim, and not with Din. So he gave us an Eitzah, blow the Shoifer, and instead of being strict judgment, I'm going to judge you Barachamim. And not only that, it'll mix up the accuser that he won't be able to be makatreg. He's not going to be able to say bad things about Kla Yisrael. Again, we don't, we don't have the details yet of how this works, but that's the point of what blowing the shoifer is. So he's a little bit bothered, the Ramchal. And he's saying, one, one second. If there's a mode of justice here, so what's this thing that we could somehow like come through the back door and say, Hashem, you know what, uh, don't do a bedin, do a barachamim by blowing the shoifer. Look, where, where does it come such a thing to beat the system? It's like Hashem's letting us beat the system. He says, Mamasha, very interesting thing. He says, I already explained. He says, really, according to the strict letter of the law, if a person is not, doesn't merit, and he's not in the madrega of getting taiv, there's no reason he should get it. That's it. You're not really, there's no room for, 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 for Rachmanis. Din says, you earn it, you get it. You don't earn it, you don't get it. But, he says, I explained to you over there, however, there's another set of laws, which again, is law, it's din. That there is a mode that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm going to judge like you act. It's like a midah keneged midah. Because Din says that if you do something, you should receive that thing in return. If you don't do something, you don't get something. So let's say, we're not Zaycha. I want to be Zaycha Badin. Well, Midas Din comes along and says, well, you don't deserve that thing. You're not in the Madrega. But then there's another mode of Din that comes along and says, hold on one second. How did this guy deal with other people? Sometimes Hashem says, one second. I'm going to deal with him the way he deals with other people. He makes his own bed. So if he deals with other people, 
and the chemla, he has rachmanis on them, he has mercy on them. He's not so midactic with them. He's not so exacting on them. When they do something wrong, he doesn't mete out immediate justice and punish them. So let's wait a minute, do tshuva. So, such a, so what happens? So Kaddish Baruch Hu says, well, if that's the way he acts, so he deserves to receive in return me acting that way too. So Midas then comes along and says, hey, what are you giving him things for? Whatever Rahman is on him. That's not Din. Hashem says, no, it is Din. Because he's, even though you're right, he's not Roy. But you know what? Look how he acts. He acts in a way that he is not so medactic. He deserves to be acted on in that way as well. Someone who's a Mavir Amidoisov, someone who's not so exact, he doesn't get angry right away. So, Kaddish Baruch who takes away his Averis. What do you mean? Well, what does one have to do with the next? The answer is it's a Mida Kenegad Mida. Kareza a Mida Kenegad Mida. Excuse me. Kabay Shehu. Mevater Kach Yivachuloi. Just like he's a mevater, Hashem's mevater for him. That's not called Rachmanes. That is the din that the guy deserves. So therefore, as we're going to see next time, as we get to the next paragraph, when we blow the shoifer, it's not just we're beating the system. We're going to do things that make us deserve that HaKadosh Baruch Hu acts with us. With Rachmanis. And that is Din. And that's what the Shaifer is all about. So he's saying, this, not only this case of Kol HaMerachem, I'm sorry, Kol HaMavral that's not the only one that Hashem acts in return. You know, you might say, well, the Gemara says one case. You're Mavral Midoisov, Hashem is Maver. But who says it's a rule? He says, no. Kol Any Maisa that HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides is deserving of you acting, being acted upon like you act, that'll work. So now that I've brought in this rule that there's a concept of Mida connected Mida not just on Mavra Al Midaisov. It could be in other places as well, wherever Hashem decides. Shoifer is also that through it, Yisrael is Mamshech, pulls on, draws onto themselves Rachmanus. And when they do it properly, these are the fruits that they are going to gather. So we didn't get to that. And next week we'll learn about exactly how Shaifer does that. But he's telling you Shaifer is not beating the system. Shaifer is a way of getting Mishpat. Because we're going to do things that HaKadosh Baruch is going to say, Oh, look what you're doing. You deserve for me to act in the same way, which is going to be an Inyar of Rachman. We'll just end off. Meshachachma talks about in Parshas Emmer, based on a medrash over there, but basically he's bothered, like from an ag- agricultural society uh, viewpoint, he's bothered why Rosh Hashanah is in the fall time and when we have it in Tishrei. He says, L'chaira, he says, L'chaira Rosh Hashanah should be in the end of the winter. He says, why? Because in the winter time, there's very little agriculture going on, right? The harvest is not till Pesach time. So they plant in Cheshvan uh, time and then everybody sits around. So what happens when everyone sits around? So if you're Goyim, Meshikazach, and you do whatever Averis you do, and if you're Klaizo, you go and sit and learn in Kailu, you learn in Mismajish. So at the end of the, of the winter season, if you look, there's a glaring difference between Klaizo and, uh, and the Goyim. 
Mashain came from Pesach till Sukkis. Everybody's working in the fields. We're all working in the fields. Goyim, Yidin, they don't have time to do Averus. We don't have much time to do mitzvahs. You come to Tishrei and you look at is this such a big deal? And we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking for us to give us Eitzahs because it says, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah says that who goes into Din first? Klaiso comes to Din first. Before Hashem's too angry. If he's going to judge the guy in first, get angry, and then Klaiso's going to come in and be a bad mood, Hashem. It's not good for us. So we see Hashem's look. So he's trekked the Meshachachma. So Lechaira, Rosh Hashanah should have been at the end of the winter season. It's Kavaldik. We're coming on a high from learning a whole winter, and the guy are going to come from doing Averis. So he says like this. He says, the famous Gemara tells us there was a Yid named Binyamin HaTzadik. Binyamin HaTzadik. Yamin HaTzadik was a guy by Tzedakah. One day a lady came to him, it was a year of famine, and she says, Rabbi Parnasayni, give me something to eat. He says, there's no money left in the, in the, in the Tzedakah. So she says, if you don't give me money, so Isha, Veshiva, Bane, a lady and her seven children are all going to die. So he went and he found money, and says he gave from his own, whatever it was, he found the money and he gave it to her. So says the Gemara, a little bit later, it came time for Yamin HaTzadik to die. It came time to die. And the Malachim came to Hashem and says, You said, Someone saves one person, it's like saving the whole world. He saved the Isha Veshiva Banel. How could he die? So, fine. So, Akadosh Baruch Hu said he could have more years. The Gemara says he got another 22 years added on to his life. Chaf Beishan added on to his life. So, everybody dies. Even Minyam and Atzadik. He was a Tzadik. But even a Tzadik. The Gemara calls him a tzad. Even a tzad comes his time to die. Comes a person's time to die. He can be the biggest tzaddik in the world. Time is up. There's no reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu should extend his days. Why? Because his time is up. So what happened here? You're right. He says, but there's one time, there's one thing you could employ that HaKadosh Baruch Hu could say, we go out of the normal rules. And that is the Midah Kenegad Midah. Midah Kenegad Midah. But Yaman Svadik is supposed to die all his chusim that he had. Because he's a tzaddik, won't help. Time is up. But the Malachim said, one second, he made eight people live. They were going to die, and he made them live. So that got him extra years onto his life. These are hoisifu These are extra years onto his life. So Zakta Meshachachma, it's an unbelievable school to use. So he says like this, you know what, Kala Yisrael comes to Din, even if it be at the end of the winter. But who knows? There's ways of judgment. Yeah, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. He says, and especially if there's a Din coming, and Hashem says, listen, you could have all the schusim in the world, but if you're not supposed to get what you're supposed to get, it's just not going to happen, like Binyam and HaTzadik. So how do you ever get more than you're supposed to get? Only with Midah, Kenek, and Midah. What happens when we harvest and when the Goyim harvest? When we harvest, we have Leket, Shikha, Peya, Matnes, Aniyam, we leave it out in the field. We don't check if and you're not allowed to even. Ani comes, he takes it. You can't go over to him and say, excuse me, uh, prove to me you're an Ani. Where's your membership that you're an Ani? We leave it there. We're not Makbid. We're not Makbid. So we come into Rosh Hashanah with the schutz that we weren't so Makbid on people to see. Are they really an Ani? Are they not an Ani? That Midah Kenega Midah is the biggest schutz we could have in Rosh Hashanah that Hashem won't be so makbid. Is he such a big tzaddik? Is he not such a big tzaddik? And even if he is a big tzaddik and his time may be up or up he did, he's not supposed to get it. But the Midah Kenega Midah could even bring you extra things. I see, Fulai. That, he says, is why 
according to he learns into a medrash, that's why Rosh Hashanah is at that time. And that's Mamish, very similar to what the Ramchal is saying over here. The Ramchal is telling us that is Din too. That is Mishpah. The Mishpah is that Hashem acts with you like you act with other people. And there's ways that a person can act. Amida Kenegamida, Hashem will act. And that is what the Mitzvah of Shoifer is all about. <coughs> As Bez Hashem will see next week, the Mitzvah of Shoifer is going to be a way for us to act that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, quote-unquote, will be forced to act with us in a Rachmanistic way and be Ma'arvi Vesasatan, and it's not a Taina, what do you mean? It's the Yaimadin today. No, for these people, for Klai Yisrael, this is Mishpat. That's the proper way of judging, and Bez Hashem will see next week the next paragraph. Right, thank you.